Hi guys, welcome to the Manic Podcast. Just before we get started, a quick word to let you know that there might be a few spoilers in this episode. So if you're feeling sensitive to spoilery action, be aware. And welcome to episode number 10 of The Manic Podcast. With me, your host, Liam, and my effervescent co-host, Tobias. Effervescent? I don't even know what it means. Is <laughs> it a good word? I. I don't know. Effervescent. I'll, I'll take it. I'm effervescent. I think, I think it's something about being bright, generally. So you can have that. Thank you. Hello, people. My ever-bright <laughs> co-host, Tobias. Ever-bright. Ever-bright. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Now, despite the fact that this is our second episode of the new year... So we've done a New Year's episode. This is technically our first episode of the New Year. We pre-recorded quite a few last time. We did. We kind of did from like episode seven onwards, really, didn't we? At least November, I think. Was yeah, last because time we did you got recording. real busy, and I was. I as, got real busy. I wasn't as busy, but I just didn't have as much time. So Liam you know, likes to pretend he's busy. Yeah, I can't. I'm one of those. Like, oh, no, Tobias is busy. I'm going to pretend I have a lot on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people who like to carry a clipboard around and look busy. I've never once seen you with a clipboard. Um, but I, that, if I worked in an office, I would be the one who just sits and pretends to type on the computer. Like, no, I'm really busy. I don't do any more work. Tap-a-dee-tap-a-dee-tap-a-dee-tap-tap-tap. I'm not just on my, Facebook or Minecraft. Minecraft. I put that in for the tag. Do you still play Minecraft? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the building. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this isn't about Minecraft, is it, today? It's not today, no. What's today about? Doctor Who. I was going to do that. I'm not going to do yeah. that. I thought one of two things will happen. We'll both do it individually. Or we'll try and harmonise and it will be bad. I can't do it. <laughs> I was doing a lot last night because I was watching a lot of uh, Doctor Who opening credits of all the different just, Doctors. Just for this. Uh, not just for this. It's just because I'm sad and that's the kind of thing I do. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I was just actually looking at the different opening credits of all the different Doctors since 2005. All right, cool. I didn't realise how many changes there's been. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. I didn't realise how many different changes there were just in the, the Matt Smith era. Uh, the Christopher Eccleston and the David Tennant era, they were pretty much the, just the same, just with different names coming up. But Matt Smith, they obviously couldn't stick on an idea, so kept changing it. Then Peter Capaldi, they kept changing it. And now, obviously, we've got Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who, which is really what we're going to be talking about most yeah, of today. Yeah, today we're going to focus more on season 11 and... The first female Doctor season. Yeah, the most the most yeah. recent. It's all done now. Everyone's At some seen point, it. we might do an overhaul of general New Who. A New Who. New Who. New, I like Woo. that. Okay. New Who. I think, yes, I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about what we think about this series. And yeah, it's hard I, not to... I think it's it's important to point out as well that it is very much our opinions of the... It, it, what Mine we say, is fact. Yeah, it's fact. <laughs> what we believe is fact. <laughs> My opinion is the law. <laughs> we are the sci-fi Nazis. This is what is happening. The sci-fi Nazis. Yeah, you know, because Hitler was all about the, the geek culture. I'm sure he was. That's what he loved. <laughs> he liked Charlie Chaplin. I know that. I don't think uh, it's the same. <laughs> we, st- we started off 2019 with Nazis. Like you started off with Nazis. Yeah, but you went along with it. You could have gone, no, Liam, don't talk I about that. I started this year Evanescence as a band. Evanescence as a band, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm dear. going under. <laughs> That's I one of their going songs. Under. It's better than going down. Let's talk Doctor Who. Let's talk Doctor Who, because I think this is quite a big subject, really. It is. We'll make it a small one, though. <laughs> Indeed. Did you like Doctor Who? Yes, end of podcast. Cool. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so obviously this was a hugely monumental thing for Doctor Who because it was the first time a female had ever been cast as the Doctor. What were your thoughts when it was announced it was going to be a female? Okay, well, before the actual proper announcement, there'd been lots of discussion and rumours that it might be a female Doctor. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really want it to be. I've always known the Doctor to be male obviously in the Stephen Moffat run series they introduced Missy um, yeah. played by Michelle Gomez who turned out in the twist that she was actually the master his like main nemesis regenerated as a woman but that was a nice twist and they did it really well that it worked but it did mean because it worked they thought well if we can do it with the master we can do it with the doctor it opened the door it did had it not worked I don't think we'd have a female doctor now people had turned but it was a nice twist but the point is it was a twist you didn't know who missy was at the beginning no she was just a random yeah so there was lots of lots of rumors about who 
might be the Doctor. Who else was kind of in line? Uh, well, okay, Olivia one... Coleman was one of the ones, wasn't she? Kind of for a female the name Doctor, yes. Out, yeah. But initially, when they were only talking about men, uh, Ben Whishaw. I don't know the name off top of head. He currently, I say currently, he plays Q in the the James Bond films. He's quite young. I yeah, I yeah. kind of. Know He's the mean. voice of Paddington. Oh really? Yes. Again, I haven't seen any uh, of the new Paddington. My favourite. I really, really wanted Chris Marshall to be the Doctor. Oh, as in my family, Chris yes. Marshall. I like, yeah, I like Chris but Marshall. I tell you what, it was so weird because he was in. I, I don't watch it. The series called Death in Paradise. Oh right, yeah. Again, and literally, I haven't watched it. What happened was Peter Capaldi announced that he was leaving. Immediately, everyone starts talking about who the new Doctor is going to be. I say out loud, and by, by out loud, I mean on Facebook. <laughs> I Quietly. say I really want Chris Marshall to be the Doctor. The next day, it was announced that he was leaving Death in Paradise. So it kind of lined up. It lined up, and he became a frontrunner. When they eventually announced the actor, it was during, was it the Wimbledon men's final? Yeah, it was during the advert. They did yes. that uh, forest scene, didn't yes, they? Yes, and it pulled back, and it was Jodie Whittaker. That was a good reveal It was a trailer. good reveal, but I had to ask my girlfriend who she was. I didn't know who she was either. I just watched three seasons of Broadchurch. Oh, which she's in. She's in it, and I didn't realise who she was. Isn't she quite... She's quite important in it. <laughs> Isn't she quite, like, moany and depressy in it? Well, yeah, because... I mean, Broadchurch is quite a moany and depressy series. Consi- Again, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's all quite... I mean, the the first series, the whole setup is the child who's found dead in the first episode is hers. Yeah. So she's not going to be all happy and jolly. Yeah, she's I not mean, rainbows and sunshine, is she? But she hadn't made an impression on me. Okay. So I guess... I was, so right at the beginning, I was a little bit anti a female doctor. I didn't think that was the way they should be going. And then they cast someone you didn't really know. Yes. Uh, which isn't a problem. I didn't know Matt Smith no, before. Unknowns I didn't know are, David Tennant. Unknowns tend to be a good thing for things. Yes. Like a breath of fresh air. But what I was worried was that I had seen her and stuff, but hadn't, yeah, I hadn't remembered her. That wasn't a good sign for me. No. Hadn't made an impact. What about you? What were your thoughts on like, the early stage? I was more the other way, actually. I wasn't against the idea of it. I was in the middle, more the fact of I wasn't like, yeah, a female doctor, but I was I was happy to see what happened. I, I wasn't negative towards it. When they announced it, I didn't think, oh, no, this, this shouldn't happen. Because there were a lot of people who were very hardcore. No, it must be male. I won't watch it. And they they boycotted it. Because you weren't that. You weren't that at all, no, obviously. No. Otherwise, this wouldn't be a ha- This would be a really, want- really short podcast. It wasn't what I wanted them to do. But once they announced who it was, what they were doing... I immediately went, okay, well, this is it now. I've, I'm have i a fan of Doctor Who. I'm going to see what they do. Yeah. I, I want I want it to work. I always want the new series to be the best series. Yeah, you do that. That yeah. makes sense. No, but I wasn't against it. I wasn't super for it. Again, I was in the middle. I was happy for it to happen. And I thought if it goes wrong, they probably just won't do it again. She has a lot of weight on her shoulders. Because if she did, even if it wasn't her fault, even if this whole series had flopped because of her, they would have gone back to a male and probably never touched it. Not At least not for a while. I can tell you, because I found this out last night, Chris Chibnall, who now runs the show, depending on what, what quote you see, he says that he always wanted a female and Jodie Whittaker was his top choice. That's not strictly true. I think that's true from when he knew he had to find a new Doctor. He wanted Peter Capaldi to stay Oh, on, really? But Peter Capaldi wouldn't. Did Peter Capaldi choose? He, he just Peter quit, Capaldi he quit. And Stephen Moffat said that he wasn't surprised because Doctors, or the actors playing the Doctors, tend to last about three seasons. But I think that's not a bad thing because it means you've got a good amount of episodes to get to know a character and see them go on a journey, but they don't overstay their welcome. No, it tends to be about three seasons to four years. Because, like, in the David Tennant, one of those years, it was just specials post, and I think uh, there was some weird timey-wimey stuff with Matt Smith. Wibbly-wobbly. Wibbly-wobbly. Uh, and the same with Peter Capaldi. I think they missed, they missed a year. So it tends to be about four years, but three actual full seasons. And, I mean, already, I mean, this is kind of jumping the gun a bit. We know that Jodie Whittaker's back for a second series. Yeah. So I should imagine she's going to be just like the others. It's only really, of, of, of New Who... It was only Christopher Eccleston who only did the one series. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so we've got a female Doctor. Do we want to plunge in and just say our feelings on how do you think it went? Yeah. Just from her point of view. Just about her. Just about her. I liked her. Yeah. So I think she did well. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, that makes it sound negative towards her generally, and that's not how I mean that. I think it wasn't a bad series. There have been much stronger series, but at least for the first part of it, like that first episode with her and the woman that fell to earth, I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised by that episode and her introduction. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I watched it not really knowing what to think, because all we'd seen of her was like her falling out of her, the TARDIS, really, as a woman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't even remember if she said anything before before that happened. Yeah, she said something. I couldn't understand it. Exactly. Um, no, I, that was a good first episode. So it brought her in really well. She was all right. But you, that's it. You're very enthused. But that's it. That's what. I, I, that's the problem. Is right. I can't say, oh, she was brilliant or she was rubbish. She was all right. My reaction to Jodie Whittaker is, I like Jodie Whittaker, but I've always felt the entire series, now we've watched 11 episodes, there's 10 episodes in the main season and, and the, the New Year's year. one, yeah. So 11 episodes with her as the Doctor. And I still don't buy her as the Doctor. No. She seems to be someone pretending to be the Doctor. It was actually my girlfriend who noted, ever since she said it, I've agreed with her. It's almost like they've written the Doctor as a companion. I actually read an article yesterday that I saw on the Google homepage, and the title was, Why is the Doctor uh, written like a companion? Literally the title. Yeah, literally the title of it. Interesting. Um, And I I clicked on it, and to be honest, the article didn't really go into it. It was very clickbaity. Oh, yeah. Um, And all it was doing was just having a general chat about her and all the companions. That's pretty much what the articles did. It just said what it said in the title. Yeah. But I, I do fully agree, she hasn't found her own yet. No, which I think is why a season two is a good idea because I think she might have had like the shaky beginner maybe this is it I am happy even though I would say of all the the new who doctors she's my least favourite unfortunately at this point but I don't necessarily think it will stick like that no it's because she's 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 new. She's new, but, I mean, I liked David Tennant instantly. I liked Christopher Eccleston instantly, and I liked Matt Smith instantly. It took me a while to warm to Peter Capaldi, because I was so used to the young, energetic doctors. Yeah. Having the grumpy old man didn't gel with me. Now, you see, I personally never really liked uh, Eccleston. I didn't like the overmanly kind of feel he brought. Obviously, the leather jacket, the kind of swag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because obviously, like, Tennant and um, Smith were more quirky. That was their thing. They were more fun. Yeah. Uh, Eccleston was more manly, and he kind of... He was more of a greaser without the hair. Do you know what I mean, though? Um, Well, well, I don't know if you've ever read any interviews with Christopher Eccleston about it. But he basically said him and... We'll call it the BBC. Fell out. Oh, really? Uh, He said that they cast him, and then obviously about quarter of the way in realised that they'd made a bit of a mistake he wasn't quite right for it oh really and he said it wasn't anything that he did and it wasn't anything that they did it didn't gel well they kind of were short with each other they knew that he wasn't going to last more than a season oh that's unfortunate yeah so he said it wasn't the nicest of experiences so because he he spoke quite badly of Doctor for a while. I think yeah. more recently he's looked back and on the positive way. Also, the the day of the Doctor's fiftieth anniversary, they asked him to come back for that, and he he, he turned it down. Although you can still see him because they use archive footage of him, like they do all the Doctors in that yeah. episode. Uh, you, and you do see John Hurt's Ward Doctor just start to regenerate, and you can see Eccleston's eyes come in. Ah, uh, so they they use that element it. because we obviously when we were introduced to Christopher Eccleston, he was already the Doctor. We didn't see a regeneration. Yeah, which I suppose is one of the things that we missed. Yeah, but it allowed them to do the War Doctor. Yeah, because it, I don't know. Did you see the little short that they did uh, before the fiftieth anniversary, where that's the first time we saw John Hurt as a Doctor? Um, they did a little short with Paul McGann, who was from the. 99 one-off like yeah. TV movie and literally it's a little short where he regenerates into John Hurt no I haven't seen that yeah look it up online oh I will because yeah. I haven't seen it no so we actually have now seen all of the doc- those doctors regenerate into each other That's... and that was the gap that they missed but I've lost my thread now what was I talking about Doctor Who I, I, I know it's Doctor <laughs> Who but where was I going with it we, oh, I very rarely know where you're going. <laughs> okay, we talked about we, we tangent. Oh, I've, I've tangent. We were talking about compared to the other doctors, like first impressions, because oh right, yes. I said I never really liked Eccleston. So I did like Eccleston because that was the first series of Doctor Who that I watched from start to finish. It was the first of the new Who. It brought it back, and I was a, I was a fan. I did like Eccleston. I liked his episodes. It wasn't like I hated him. I just, he just didn't sit with me. I tell you what, I didn't know about him leaving. I didn't know that was going to happen. So when he regenerates into David Tennant at the end, I was in such a mood. And I was like, I'm going to hate Tennant. He's <laughs> horrible. He's my favourite one. The thing is, though, Tennant was such a contrast to Eccleston. Yeah. Eccleston was, was nice. He was friendly. But he kind of had that like moodiness to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, he was more generally manly stereotypical he was yeah and then you had Tennant who came in he was he brought the quirk and the fun and the, the kind of upbeatness to him 
Upbeatness. That's upbeatness. the word we're going official, with. Official. <laughs> That's today's made up word. Named the thing. first of many. <laughs> so it was a contrast. And then we've gone through from Tennant to uh, Smith. Again, Which, not much of a personality change, really. I think that's quite a natural flow. Yeah. But then Smith to Capaldi, big change. Which I understand why a lot of people didn't get on with Capaldi, because it was such a character change. No. And I found him difficult for a while. I See, this is where I think the reason that we didn't get on with him is because we're New Who fans. We came in on New Who. Older Who uh, fans are probably fine. Yes, because he's more in keeping with the old ones. Well, that's what they said. They said he can't. They can't always be these young hyper characters. That's but not the. Doctor. You realise over his three seasons, they changed him back into being what basically Tennant and Smith were as much as they could. Well, they tried at the beginning to keep him this old kind of broody character. Then they're like, give him an electric guitar. Yeah. Why can't he do? And he got shades as well. Sonic sunglasses. Yeah. Which I will say, the the Sonic thing. It feels like now they can just go. Let's just put the word Sonic at the beginning of something. You know, Sonic Tamagotchi. That's the next one. (laughs) Is that? Are they still a thing? Tamagotchis? Not now. Not really. Oh, maybe I don't know. I mean, Furbies are still a thing. So surely Tamagotchis are still. We're trying to stop that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not a fan. I think they're a little bit scary. But back to Jody. Jody feels like first name basis. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, Jodes. Jodes. Uh, Feels like. A progression from Matt Smith. I think it would have been a more natural flow from Smith to Whittaker yeah. than from Capaldi to Whittaker. Yes. Now, that might not be a bad thing in itself. I just... I'm going to come back to... Right, she puts in lots of energy. Yeah. She does put in... Oh, 100% for effort. But I will say, I don't think she commands the screen. No, I think actually half of the issue with Whittaker's Doctor is... I think it's the writing. Yeah, I agree. I don't think... Is it Chibnall? I don't think Chris Chibnall has actually given her the best start. No. I mean, yeah, her episodes aren't bad. There are no points in this series where she's outright bad. No, it's not. Because actually, she's a good actress. It's not that I don't like her. No. It's just that, you know what? She's not the Doctor yet. If this wasn't Doctor Who, if this is a series, just a series about a time-travelling something... She might be right. I would accept it. It's like, I've often said this... Now, I know that a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this. You look at the James Bonds. For me, the first Daniel Craig film is not a James Bond it's film. It's an action it's an film. It's an action with film. James Bond in it. And if they'd called yeah, it I something agree. else, brilliant, but it's not a Bond yeah. film. It was kind of Skyfall yeah. when they started getting that feel back. Yeah, really. No, they started bringing in the queue and all that kind of stuff. I don't like the first um, Daniel Craig film. I, I mean, I'm not, I will say I'm not a fan of Daniel Craig as Bond. No. I can't wait for him to obviously hand, hand the mantle. I agree. I'm looking forward to a new one. And yet he's doing another did one. Did you see Idris Elba? Has yes, I did. posted that selfie of him next <laughs> yeah. to Daniel Craig. And that's it just with the, the, the phrase orcs. Yeah. Um, not O-R-C-S, obviously. Not orcs. No. Orcs. But um, back to Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you see, that's the thing. I, I do like Jodie Whittaker. She, you're right. She needs better writing. She's a good actress. So with the right writing... She'll be fine. She needs to be written as the Doctor. Yeah. I would love to see. Now, I understand that each Doctor is written differently. But yeah. in theory, you could put Matt Smith in a David Tennant episode and he'd be the Doctor. I don't... I would like to see Jodie Whittaker in a David Tennant episode. Yeah. You know, see how she actually... Which kind of leads me on to thinking it might be a shame that we've got a new Doctor, a new type of Doctor, like female Doctor, yeah. with a new showrunner. It would have been interesting to see how the predecessors had gone into the female. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I agree. I mean... Like Moffat or... Um, Russell T. Davis. Russell T. Davis. You know, see how they'd they'd handled it. Because it, it might just feel more jarring because we've got a new showrunner as well, which means... Because the whole show feels different. Like, the visuals of this series are so much more impressive. If anything I'm going to give them credit for, this series looked brilliant. Honestly, sometimes my negative opinion about Doctor Who is it can look tacky. Oh, it can. It can look a bit cheesy and a little bit pants like visually not bad just a little bit tacky and pants i i mean i have just rewatched a load of opening credits uh but that involved watching some of the episodes yeah and yes the effects in the new series compared to excellent david tennant it's so much better now i mean watching this it feels almost movie quality at times Uh, yes and it's so visual like the, the way they pan the cameras across to show things it's just like you've put more thought into this so if anything chibnall has brought that level of professionality to it it looks like they've got a budget it feels like they're gone. Let's make this look good. We'll, we'll do the second season for characters. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? Yes. I don't know. You didn't say it. Okay. No, I didn't say it. Uh, right. So we've said that we do like Jodie. Yeah. Uh, she, just needs we... be- she just needs stronger writing. Now, this is it about the writers. I know a lot of people haven't liked Doctor Who since Russell T. Davis left. I personally absolutely love Stephen Moffat, but felt like he should have left sooner. He kind of... He should do the three-year rule. It got tired. <laughs> And to be honest, he was going to leave. How when long did he do? What, what was he, he did? Because I don't all, know the dates. All of the Matt Smith 
Oh, and all of the, the Peter Capaldi. I didn't oh, he yeah, because he took over from Davis, uh, Tennant and Davis. I went to say. Yeah, Ten left, Tennant yeah. and Davis left at the same time. Yeah. Again, Stephen Moffat was meant to have David Tennant. David, you know the year of specials? Yeah. That was meant to be a proper series. Oh, really? But Stephen Moffat was too slow. He couldn't get it all done in time, so basically didn't have David Tennant. So then had to start afresh with Matt Smith. So, it, yeah, new showrunner, new everything. And that's happened again. I've already said today, I mean, uh, Chibnall wanted Capaldi, but Capaldi didn't want to stay on. So it wasn't meant to be the fresh start that we've had. But I guess it works. New, A new showrunner, new Doctor, new companions. We're kind of getting used to that now. So last words on, like, Jodie as a singular. A singular it? thing. I think, she, my opinion is, she did well. Yes. But they need to strengthen her character. They need to focus. They the, need to write her as the Do you doctor. know what it feels like? You know that first episode after a Doctor uh, regenerates, they're always a little bit here and there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the whole series has been that for her. I agree. It's like, you know, like they cut a finger off. They're like, oh, it's fine. I'm still regenerating. It's going to grow back. That's what I feel like could still happen with her. Do you know what I mean? That's the character she's still in at the moment. She hasn't finished... I actually back. find her quite one note, actually, thinking about it. She's always got a level of energy, and it's good energy, but it's all the time. But There's she, no depth. Not at the moment. It is all one note. Like, and do you remember, there's always a moment with David Tennant, I remember it. I think it's Waters of Mars, where he goes really dark towards the end yes. of it. And he gives, like, a speech, and you think, you could turn evil. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There's none of that with Jodie. No, there's they... no depth for me to think you could do anything else than you're doing right now. No, her voice always seems strained. Yeah. It always seems strained. She's always overly cheery. Even when you think you're someone you care about is about to die, you're always really... Even when she's given that threatening speech to the a- the alien, you kind yeah. of think, nah, you, no. you, you want to hug it. I mean, you already said about possibly Olivia Coleman. She was maybe an option. Which I will say, I've never generally been a massive Olivia Coleman fan. No, I tell you what, when, again, before Jodie was announced, and I was trying to think up, because I, I have my own personal blog, and I did predictions on who I thought could be a Doctor Who. And I tell you... I she think, makes sense. I mean, I could see her as a female Doctor. But you know why she got the job? Oh, uh, no, not uh, Jodie Whittaker. Right, why? She's in Broadchurch, which is Chris Chibnall's. Ah. Uh, you say, he already knew her. Yeah. You say, he... Oh, that makes sense. And he was probably friends with her. But, right, I tell you who I would have loved... That showbiz is who you know. It is. But I tell you who I would have loved, just for one season, as the, the first ever female Doctor, Tilda Swinton, who plays the Ancient One. Yeah. In, I think she would bring all the gravitas... Of a doctor. I think she has that kind of older than her years sort of aspect, which I'm guessing is what really Jodie lacks. She doesn't have any wisdom. No, she is just what she is. If you could kind of put some of Capaldi's grumpier bits into her, that would be ideal, because that's what she needs. She needs the angst. Yes. She is too positive. Yeah. I mean, I think my last bit on Jodie before we go into, I'm guessing, the companions. Yeah is to actually compare it to a companion. Because imagine if Clara had stayed on. Could could Jodie no, be the Doctor she couldn't. to Jenna Coleman's Clara? No, because uh, Clara would outshine her. Yes. Easily. And that shouldn't be the case with any of them. The Doctor should always be the most powerful person on that screen. They should command it. The, 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 the uh, companion should be like the wine to the meal. And that should... They're not. Do you know what I mean? They they, they come with it. They, they yes. make it better. They enrich the experience. But at the moment, the Doctor is very much on level with your companions. Yes. Which is saying a lot, comparing to the companions. Yeah. I would say of... I mean, we've got four main characters this year. We've got the Doctor and three companions. Yeah. I will say the Doctor is my favourite one of the, the four. But it's it's a weak set, I'm afraid. For me, personally, it's a weak set of companions this year. No, it is. We've got Graham, who's played by Bradley Walsh, who most people in England, at least, will know from The Chase. And Coronation Street. Wasn't he in Coronation Street? Yeah. Uh, And then we've got uh, Ryan Sinclair, who's played by Tosin Cole, and Yasmin Khan, who's played by, uh, I don't know how to say your name, Mandip Gill? I think it's Mandip Gill. Mandip Gill. What do you think about the companions, Liam? Well, I will outright say that Graham is my favourite. Oh, he's my favourite. And I actually don't have an issue with... Ma- a massive issue with the acting capabilities of I do. Bradley Walsh. I do. Um, yeah, I, 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 know, <laughs> I know you're, you're not too confident in his, in his acting skills. No, I actually don't mind his acting. So I can, I get he's not the best. Um, I, I think Graham is the best companion this year. Yeah. I think under a different actor, he could be one of my favourite companions of New Who. Yeah, yeah. Because he says what you're thinking. Yeah, he does. He, he's the, the logical one. If something is a bit weird, 
He'll say it's weird. He'll be like, "What? Why are we doing this? Is this not a rubbish idea?" Or you know, well, yeah, because sometimes companions are too happy to go along with it. We're putting ourselves in danger. Woohoo! Yeah, and I'm thinking, no, no, no you be... only start questioning when there's something about to yeah. eat you. And it's good because he's older now. N- normally, we don't. We have younger companions. Yeah, uh, he's he's older than the well, not older than the doctors, like hundreds of years old. But older than Jodie Whittaker's doctor. And so therefore, I guess, I mean, he's a granddad in it. I, I guess he's brought some wisdom. He has. You know, he's got life experience, but this is all still new to him. The, only, the thing that lets uh, Grave down is the acting. It is. I it mean, is. I don't have an issue with it. I can deal with it. It's fine. But it is the weaker point for that character, which is sad because he is the strongest companion. Yes. Yeah. Out that, especially out of that set. Because for me, I could forget the other two are there completely. I could I, as I'm well. not interested in them. I said to myself last night when I was thinking about this podcast, yeah. I actually think it would have been a better series with two companions if you'd kept Graham and Grace as the travelling companions, his, his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you, obviously, yeah. spoiler, if you hadn't killed her <laughs> off and made her a, a plot point for the rest of the series, if you'd ignored Ryan, had him visit at the beginning, literally have him to introduce the character, then he can, he can go away. You know, same with Yasmin. And then keep Grace and Graham as a travelling pair with the Doctor. I... That would have been better for me because I just feel like you think if you've got three companions, they should all be really strong characters to warrant having three. Well, instead no. of having three to make up for the fact that they're not strong enough to be one. And also, I think it's a comment on the the showrunner's confidence in Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Yeah. The other Doctors have got by with a companion and then maybe some secondary companions. Like Smith to Pond. Yeah, but this is it. Looking back over them... You have, you had Rose, you had Donna, you had Martha. And they all have their secondary people who but come that's in. that's the thing, right? Rory, Rory's one of my favourite companions ever. Yeah. But he's secondary to Amy. He wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Amy. But then there's the other side of it as well. You also have it when a companion brings in another character who I can't stand, like Mickey or Rose's mum. I didn't mind Mickey, to be honest. Mickey grew as a character. He did grow, but I just found he was always a little bit like, nah. But then there was, is it Jackie? Jackie Tyler? Yeah. Rose's mum. I was... Yeah, but they weren't ever companions. No. That's the key point. That, right? I mean, I don't they're, think I could have dealt with it. I might, not still be, I might not be a viewer now. That's no. a regular thing. <laughs> I think the key point that this year missed, almost, is you have the Doctor, you have their companion, and then you have some secondary characters who, they're additional. Yeah. Like Whereas, uh, the granddad to Donna. Yeah. You know, who was actually closer to a companion at times as well. Well... Well, he ended up being David Tennant's complete downfall, didn't he? He did. Oh, it makes me Wilfred s- Mott. It makes me sad. But, you know, it's that thing of, I mean, like in Capaldi's last year, it was Bill. Bill was the companion, but you also had Nardole. Yeah. You see? But this year, we've been given... And, and the master. The master, he was never really a companion. No, but Missy... But he should have been. But Missy that... kind of was at times, because for half the series, they took her along as training. But they didn't travel, travel. No, you no. know, I, I come back to it's normally the Doctor and one, and then you have some other people. Yeah. But this series, I think it's okay. It's got an ensemble. I guess that would be the word because you've you've got Graham, but Graham wouldn't be the companion. If anything, if you go back to the first episode of Jodie's, Ryan, Ryan is the one that I think you'd be introduced as the companion. Yeah, the way it's introduced. Yeah, because you get Graham for a little bit. They kind of introduce the family. That first episode, as it was, without Yasmin, would have been fine. Uh, introduce him and then just have Ryan come along. Well, Ryan is the first person you see on screen, really. For... He's doing the voiceover for the first episode, doesn't he? Doesn't he talk through what's yeah, happening? Yeah, I know. He's, he's talking you, about he's your way in. He's ever known. And that's fine. That's normally how it works. Yeah. But, sorry, Tosin, you're not a very good actor. No, he, he he's not. I mean, very I don't know. Very dull character as well. I'm not sure if they've got a weaker character and then written a character with flaws to fit him. Because the character's obviously got confidence issues got dyspraxia and with the whole like hand-eye coordination kind of thing uh, like you can't ride a bike but have they got a character and actually gone oh actually this might be a bit of a weak actor let's make the character a bit more fitting or have they gone right we've got a weak character let's get a weak actor to fit it because that's how it feels if, if if it was ryan alone you put ryan against any other companion he's the weakest yeah easily is. the weakest I was... him as a companion do it the other way. Put him with any of the other Doctors. It wouldn't work. No. I mean, he, even Tennant wouldn't carry him. No. I feel bad saying it about... To- is it Tosin? Tosin Cole. That's his name, yeah. 
Okay, because I've been calling him Tosin, and I feel that's not right. I well, I'm guessing how to say. I imagine it's Tosin. Tosin. I think it'd be cool to say Tosin. No, every time Tosin, it's dinner time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you know that's what I call them all the time. Um, No, uh, Ryan with any of the other doctors, he's not a strong enough character. I would say, looking at the three companions, you've got Graham, who's the best character of the three. For me, we might differ on this one. I think that uh, Mandip Gill is the best actor of the three. Yeah. But sadly, she's the most forgettable. She's the side one. She's not related, so she's not as yeah, in that... I get why Graham and Ryan are both there. Yes. Because there's a story there. And actually, if there was just two of them, I could get that. They could make that work with better actors. Yeah. But then um, Yasmin is a little bit forced at times. And, and they, yeah. they, they, they really, really tried to push that she knew Ryan. They went to school together. Yeah, but they really pushed it constantly. Yeah, and also, she's a policewoman. Have they referenced that again since the very first episode? Not really. They've really forgotten that element. Yeah, they haven't even referenced the fact that she is a policewoman. So actually, there's quite a lot of resources. Yeah. And they oh, they did brush over unit, though, didn't they? Yeah. In, in resolution. I would say, out of the three... If they reduced it to just one, even though Ryan's the one who's introduced as, like, he would be the companion, he's the one I wouldn't want. No. I'd rather just go with Graham and try and be... I would go with Graham, but I would accept Yaz. If they went, actually, because Graham and Ryan are related, we could get rid of them at the same time and just keep Yaz. Actually, Jodie Whittaker and Yaz just travelling around in the tubs together, I think that would be alright. I think that would be fine. Yeah, and that way you can strengthen your characters a bit more. Yeah, and as I've said, I think Mandip Gill is the stronger of the three, acting-wise. That's already, you know, I think that's that's good. And also, if you reduced the the companions down to one, maybe Jodie wouldn't have to shout all the time. Because she's always having to shout around at everyone in a group. One positive, I will say for this series, it's had some good guest stars. Like, yeah. To be honest, when I heard Alan Cummings was going to be in it, yeah, I was so excited. Because I really like him, and I actually like it's Alan my least favourite episode. Definitely one of my least favourite episodes. Well, unfortunately, every like, every series of Doctor Who, whether it's weak or not, you can probably pick out your favourite episode. What's your favourite episode of this series? Of this series? Well, this is where I'm coming. I don't think I have one. Oh, really? I don't think I like this series enough to really go... Oh, no, I have to make myself choose one. Uh, all right, I'll tell you what. Not the New Year episode. Oh, is it just counting main series? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying not that, because what I'm saying is... The last episode of the main series, I think they put a lot of time and effort into it. And I think it's just a shame they didn't take more risks. Yeah. Oh, that is one thing we will say for this series is there's there was not a single moment in the series, really, where you feared for a character. There was a chance that Graham could turn bad because the, oh, the, la- the 10th episode linked back to the very first episode. And the guy who was responsible for his wife's death. Yeah. He has a chance to kill him. Toothface. <laughs> Toothface. Yeah. He uh, has a name which is, sounds like it could just be, is it like Michael Shaw? I do you know what? It sounds very, it almost sounds like a name. Again, it looks very, because he's got teeth in his face. Yeah. He, he keeps looks, a tooth from all his victims. very scary. He? I mean, he's a, it's very a good visual. effect. Yeah. But Graham has the chance to kill the person who killed his wife. But the doctor's like, if you do this, you can no longer travel with yeah. me. That's a great moment. And I tell you what, I wanted him to do it. I was like, do And to be honest, there's no reason why he wouldn't have. No. I would have. Yeah, but you're evil. We do know that you're evil. (laughs) I'd be Toothface, that's, you know. But the thing is, it would have been so good to take that risk. Because they've got too many companions. What a way for one to go. It's like... We haven't had a companion turn evil. Not no. properly or anything like that And at they all. could. It'd be good. We've all, we, I think we mentioned it when, it when we were discussing that a while back. That how cool would it be to turn a companion who's travelled for like a whole series into the next series Big Bad. Yes. It would be a great progression. And, and have it not be the master. Because I like the master, but let it rest. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we'll come back to the master in a bit. In a bit. Remind me to come back to the master. So, yeah, so they had a chance to take it into a darker, unexpected way, but they copped out. And, yeah. and, and that's not just a criticism of this year. That's Doctor Who generally. Doctor Who generally doesn't have a massive no. risk factor. But they had the chance again in the New Year special with Ryan's dad, who... Ryan's dad is estranged from Ryan. They haven't got a great chemistry. Yeah, that's not... So that was a comment on the acting. No, actually, <laughs> actually, no. I'm going to give credit to Tosin stroke Ryan on that one. Because actually, in the cafe, the scene between Ryan and his dad, where Ryan is basically, where were you? And like the dad's like, calls him mate. It's like, no, no, we're not mates. Yeah. That was one of, I, that was one yeah, of my favourite scenes, uh, to be we, honest. We, we've already said that that episode actually was a good episode. It was. I really, I like that episode. We think that, I think that was a better episode than most of the series. What, New Year one? Yeah. 
I don't think we have already said that. Oh, I think in text we did. We did in text. <laughs> yeah. Not not to our no. listeners now. <laughs> no, true, true. We both liked the New Year special called Resolution. Again, if they'd just taken a few more risks. Yeah, but it was nice to see them handle the Daleks in a way that wasn't in your face all the time. Because they tend to do that thing with the Daleks and with the Cybermen and any well-known enemy. It's like, oh, it's going to be a Cyberman episode, so let's put 50 of them in the episode. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, now, oh, it's a Dalek episode, let's put 100 of them in the episode and they can fly a lot. But this one, it wasn't. It was just the basic alien like organism finding its its own casing and taking control and it was it was much better it was I, it was done quite well when i realized it was dalek related which i i knew before going into because i told my mob i didn't i didn't know going in um, i would have known the moment i saw it on the wall the, the thing on the wall because it looked it looked instantly like a dalek i genuinely though incorrectly thought that we were seeing the origin of daleks or something it wasn't. I was no. completely wrong. Although I did think, well, this is an interesting way of getting the Daleks started. Especially with this group of actors. So actually Jodie Whittaker's the first Doctor to come across the Daleks when we've had the whole Time Lord War and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Obviously I was wrong. That wasn't where it yeah, was going yeah, at yeah, all. It would, again, it would have been a risk, something yeah. new. But no, I liked it. And I guess I did say that I'd wanted to come back to the Master. So I guess this is sort of an in for yes. this. Originally, they had said not to expect any real known villains yeah. this series and for the main body of the series they didn't they didn't they all had original stuff and that fair play but you do like to see some classics I think it's good to 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 have something known especially when everything else is new I think they handled the Dalek very well yes kind of upgraded it they kind of gave it a slightly new look but not that you wouldn't not recognise it it's clearly a Dalek how they made it was good and it kind of now makes me want to see their Cyberman aspect I agree However, yeah. I don't like the Cybermen. I find them a bit dull. Except, I think Moffat handled them quite well. You know that episode where we very first found out that Missy was the master? And they had sort of like, well, sort of heaven, but like offices. And then it turned out to be everyone was, all dead people were turning yeah. into Cybermen. I thought that was brilliant. Very, I loved very that. confusing. Confusing, but I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I had Chris Addison. Is that the one that led into Bill becoming a... No, Bill wasn't in it. Oh, of course not. No, I'm in the wrong series. No, you are in the wrong series. I will say, that is the thing about Doctor Who. It is easy in your head to mix things up because like, all the enemies have been in different series. I would be happy for them to rest the Cybermen for a little while because I think if you've done Dalek, don't do no, Cybermen. i tell you what I would like. Series 2 to be all original stuff, but then the next special be the Cybermen. Do you know what I'd be happy not to see again for a very well, long time? Two things. The Ice Warriors yeah. and the Sontarans. I like Sontarans. No, I like the Sontarans, but I'm not a fan, and you'll get this in any future podcast, of things that are heavily military slash war. I guess because I find it bogs the stories down I like the much. little potato men. <laughs> I'd be happy for them to bring the one back who lives with the lizard people lady. Yeah, that's it. Though They were dropped. Madame Vastra and Jenny. That's the and, one. Uh, what happened to them? They were just dropped... Uh, Moffat didn't finish him off. How bad is that? I know. It's not even like Jack. They've given him a bit of an ending and let him do his own thing. It's kind of... There's so many things like that because John Barrowman wants to return, doesn't he? Yeah. And and, but the thing is, because he wants to, I think that could happen. Maybe. I think, if, especially now he's been on, like, I'm a celebrity, so he's kind of got back out there a little bit. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? He's back in the public eye. But, right, so this is what I'm leading up to. We've had Dalek. I think they, personally, I would like to say an episode on Cybermen. I don't think they're the most exciting, I but could, they're one of the most famous ones. I'd be alright with it, an episode. I'm not a fan of constant two-parters. Oh, no, and no, they no, do no. that a lot. Yes. I would like to see them in the specials and then have new villains in the main series. I would like to see a new race of villains that are not human, are a proper alien species, that are a constant threat, that become like the Daleks. Like the Silence had the potential, and right. they were not. Because oh, I'm trying to get to something, and you keep taking me back. <laughs> so, right, right, go ahead. Right, but now I've, you've taken me onto a new thing. Oh, so sorry. I've got to deal with two, two different <laughs> things. So I'm going to deal with what you've just said. Yeah. Did you not think in this series, uh, the Rosa Park episode, I think it was... All the racism. They had all the racism. That's that's what that the one with the racism. If it was Which a friend's this episode, episode this series has been heavy in. It's been very thing about okay. Political it's it's very much it knows it's got a diverse cast. Yeah. Ryan is black while his grandfather's white. And a cancer survivor. And what what? And a cancer survivor. Yes, yes, they've got it's, that. They've as got well. all the boxes. We've got the female doctor, but also uh obviously Mandit Girl, she's You're trying to think of the correct term, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, Asian. I think you'll find she's a police officer. <laughs> How do I finish this? I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you squirm. <laughs> um, she is. 
Indian, isn't she? She is Indian. That was what the episode was about. Do you want to take that again? All right. So, obviously, how much of that do I say? I don't know. <laughs> right. So, Manip Gill is Indian. Yeah. But the thing is, we've never had an Indian companion before. It's a very diverse cast. Yeah. The problem is, the series wants to shove that down your throat all the time. Yeah, it's very aware. Rather than just let you watch these characters, it's got to make a deal about it. And I don't really like that. I'd like them to step back from that next time. Hopefully now that they've had the series and they have made a thing of it, because we have had it confirmed, all four of these characters and actors are back series 12 which i don't think was necessary <laughs> i i only think jody needed to come back prove you know i'd accept one of the companions to come back for that season no, I, I just think the three of them is a bit of much them. i don't think you need three you companions. Think about the three david tenant series we had a different companion each year and it True. worked fine the thing that i th- i think even if each companion was a brilliant actor like best of their capability and the characters were super well written i don't think you need three companions you don't. You don't. Surely you'd rather have less so you can give them more character. The reason that Rose and the Doctor got on so well, and Martha and the Doctor, and any of those, like Olivia, not Olivia Coleman, <laughs> Jenna Coleman. Yeah. Um, the reason their companions work is because it's one on one to a point, and they get this bond with the Doctor. But you don't have that when they've got to share it. And the thing is, I do think it's important that they don't outstay their welcome, which, as much as I love Clara, Clara is my favourite companion. Yeah. But Definitely one of them. she should have left her earlier. Yeah. She stayed weird. one season too long for my liking, to be honest. And unfortunately, it was a season with very bad writing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of been going that way, hasn't it? The bad writing for a while. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love Stephen Moffat, and I do love Stephen Moffat, he's created some of my favourite stuff. Yeah. He needed to go earlier. Jenna needed to go earlier. It's time we had a new showrunner. But do we think that Chris Chibnall is the guy? I don't. No. Personally. I mean, the next season might prove us wrong. He might think, you know what, season one was me getting it all together, getting my characters and my, my setting in my head. Yeah. Now, I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to do. Let's strengthen these characters. And I think, to be honest, that's what they've got to do if they're going to stick with the people they've got. Yes. They've got to really develop the characters better. They've got to get past Graham being this doddery old bloke who misses his wife. I know that's what he is. But they've got to go past that. They've got to grow past Ryan being dyspraxic. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he, they mention it constantly that he's confident issues. Twice. No, no, it is a lot. Really? Yeah, he's always got some form of issue. He, oh, he's not confident enough to do this. He's not confident enough to do that. And if it's not that, it was the you're not my granddad thing, which now is accepted. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And very readily calling him granddad all the time now. All the time. Oh, you're not my granddad to... All right, granddad. All right, granddad. All right, granddad. In front of his dad, and his dad was like, what? Yeah. I remembered I had a point. Yep. And I got sidetracked. So I'm going to say that point now. Oh, I had two points, and I never got to either of them. Thank you, Liam. You're all right. <laughs> okay, one point. We'll deal with this one first. This series, they didn't have a recurring villain. They had the, the villain from the first episode come back in the tent. Which is the closest for the series, yeah. But normally you have, like, um, the master, when he had his actual series... He popped up a few times. Missy, which is still the master technically, popped up through the series. The Silence did it, didn't they? They, they Like the crack in the wall, they all kind of appeared. Very first, the whole Bad Wolf stuff, it was seeped into the story. They need something, to be honest, they haven't done anything like Bad Wolf since then. Well, no, but this is why I was mentioning the Rosa Parks episode and then got sidetracked. There was a guy from the future. There was, wasn't there? Never came up again. What was the point in him? Uh, he was a plot device. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, but... That's what he was. He felt like... He was convenient. He felt like a recurring character who was going to mean something later. They could have brought him back, couldn't they, and done other things with it? Well, you know that whole rule about... you don't In a story, you don't put a gun into the Act 1 if you, it doesn't get fired in Act 3. He was the gun. To be honest, that would have been ideal. Had their normal story going on, they'd have this one character who keeps time jumping and doing their own thing. Now, it might be a thing that they bring him back next series. But that's not right. If you're going to buy this series as a, a box as a whole, collection... Yeah. It feels very much like he's done. It, there's no point in him now. But what I really wanted to get into when I started talking about the Dalek yeah. and Cyberman was I would like them to do Chris Chibnall's Master. See how they Be- do that. Because yeah. Russell T. Davis had John Sim. Stephen Moffat turned John Sim into uh, Michelle Gomez. I, and I think Missy, I think she's done now. Oh, uh, Michelle Goldman has said she's done. She's, yeah. Even if they asked her, she doesn't want to come back. That's good. Character is done. 
it, uh, they introduced her well, they developed her well, and she's out. Now, technically, they've rounded off the master completely with how they ended the character. That was very weird, but it's timey-wimey stuff. We can get around that. Do anything. Go back, the master's go back been to a killed several times. Also, go back to a point we haven't seen yet. Make it a different person. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's my point. Because they've now... Do you think the master should be a female again or go back to being a man? I want to see Derek Jacobi before he loses his, his, his memory. I would like to see them bring in a new character who ends up being Derek Jacobi. Because obviously Derek Jacobi, as the master, locked his mind inside the pocket watch didn't he yeah like tenant did to become uh, yana is it yana y- yanni professor yanni. yana you are not who alone. ended up becoming johnson yeah um and then became the master like by remembering so that means that there has to have been a point where he consciously did that as the master yeah fully minded and i think the little glimpse we got of it is derek jacoby isn't it yep the little glimpse we had of Derek Jacobi as the fully-minded master was quite scary. Because he was he went from this little old man who was kind of doddering around to this quite powerful bloke just before he turned into John Sim. I think he's a good enough actor. Yeah, that he's getting on a bit now. He is, which we, I don't think we'd have a lot of him. But Mind you, I've just... I'm watching him currently, actually. He's in, in uh, Les Mis, the TV. I haven't seen any of it. It's not musical. <laughs> I know that, and that, to be honest, those are the reviews I've read of it. The reviews I've read of it is, it's good, but it's a, it's very slow. Okay, I actually am not finding the slowness. We've gone off Doctor Who now. That's fine. I didn't want to see it. My girlfriend wanted to see it, and I went along for the ride. And basically, two episodes in, I think it's very good, actually. But every time there's a little bit of a score come in... You think it's going to go into musical? And it's not. That's what I've heard. The two reviews I heard, one made me laugh, and I'll come to that in a sec. Yeah. The first one was... Every time I hear any music, I assume they're about to burst into song, and I, I get sad when they don't. The other one was just a jokey review, and it said that it is very slow. Has anyone thought of making it more upbeat by turning it into a musical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will watch it, because it's, I am a big Les Mis fan. But I, do, I don't know how well I'll get along with it, because, again, I think I might be too dependent on the songs. <laughs> I don't know, because it obviously is very different to that aspect. The first episode... Most of that first episode isn't even in the musical. I say, where does it start? What's the point it, of it? I, it gives you um, Jean Valjean's backstory. Does it? Fo- is that the main story it yeah, follows? But it's got all these other characters who you see Marius as a young, young boy. You've got Fontaine, uh, her getting pregnant and stuff. It's kind of, it gives you a lot of stuff that isn't included in the, the stage version and all that kind of stuff. But also... Your first, you, the first character that you meet is, I can never say his name, who's the pub owner? Tenardier. Tenardier. Who's Indian, I think. He's Indian in this version. He's Indian? Yeah. He, I think. <laughs> but, now, he is one of my favourite characters in, like, the musicals. I hate him. He's a is horrible, because... horrible yeah, character. But the thing is, even in the musicals, he is a horrible character. It's the fact that he is given the funnier song. Yes. And that is instantly your introduction to him. Well, he's, because Olivia Colman is his wife in it. Yeah. She seems to have a little bit of a conscience. A little bit of a conscience. And she suggests something, and he literally just beats her up. Nice. And it's instant. He literally doesn't like what she's saying. Just smacks her around the head and pushes her into a wall and basically tells her, shut up. And it's just like, oh, there's no happy song here. Oh. You're just actually a very nasty... <laughs> yeah, and uh, Lily Collins, say? who I really like, is Fontaine. Uh, who, she... sorry? Fontaine? Lily Collins. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's had the bit where she's had her teeth pulled out. And had her hair shaved for money and stuff, and now she's a prostitute and all that kind of stuff. It's really grim. It, it's just, re- but it would be. Yeah. When they first looked to turn it into a musical, nobody thought it would work. It's called The Miserable. Dom- Dominic West plays Jean Valjean, right? And in the first episode, you know how Hugh Jackman's all hero, isn't he? Yeah. Not this guy. This guy's not a very nice person. Again, if you look at the character of Jean Valjean, he's not. He's so morally dodge. He's... Right, episode two... Morally dodge. Exactly, official. Uh, episode two, time has moved on slightly, and he's trying to be a good man now. But episode one... No, he's not nice. He steals from a kid. You but it's worth a watch. Um, if you like Les Mis, Which there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't. Okay. We should go back to Dodge. We should. That's what the podcast is yeah. about. But hey, we got a new tag in. <laughs> True. So the thing I was going to say yeah. about Doctor Who is we've discussed the known enemies that we've seen like the Daleks have been back and obviously we've got Toothface what are your thoughts of the that's other that's not ones? what he's called he's not but I can't, <laughs> it's something sure or something like that but I can't remember him oh the... yeah I can't remember but um what about the other ones like we had is it the Patang 
the little thing that I mean, ate I'm everything. Good with the names. I'm um, good with names. What are your thoughts for the rest of the seasons? Like enemies and villains. What this se- this season? This season. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with the episodes rather than the, yep. the enemies. I'm scared of spiders. Always a good scary thing. I'm not a massive fear of them, but I'm not a fan. The Arachnids of the UK, is it called? Yeah, which is I think it's a very lazy title. But it's a lazy title. But it was quite but scary. But it's less exhausting than episode 10, which is the Battle of Razkor Avkolos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, because the effects this year was so much better. Yeah, it was done well. It was done well. And if you don't like spiders, that's like not spiders, a good thing. It wasn't a good thing, because I've had a story uh, I've put into a plot a long time ago. And it's about the fact that, surely, if you think about every house in Britain, in the world, how many more spiders there are than people... Spiders are going to inherit this planet. <laughs> and that's they already what, have, we just don't know it. Yeah, but the thing is, they could just easily... They've just got a master plan, you know. And whilst that episode wasn't that... Yeah. It's, it's that sort of thing of big, giant spiders living in... Uh, everywhere. Yeah, no, I didn't like that, but in a good kind of... It worked, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't actually say what my favourite episode was, by the way. No. It was Kablam! The one with Lee Mack, the postal episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was no, my favourite because I just liked the fact it wasn't an alien. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't an alien no, was enemy. It was. It appeared like it was robots again, and then it turned out just to be a person causing rubbish. Which I didn't see. I'm normally quite good at spotting twists, and I didn't see it that it was going to be the, the, the who it was who was the problem. I guess because I did actually say the the last episode of the series, didn't I, as my favourite. I don't know, because I'm actually... My mind keeps coming back to the penultimate one. Where... Were they in Norway? It was like it the, the passage through the... Yeah. I quite liked that concept. I did. That shows you, though, that even though we think the season itself might be a bit weak here and there, it's still good enough that people can disagree. Because I actually think that was one of the weakest episodes. Really? Yeah, because it never did anything. Except for that last little bit where it was uh, taking on the form of the people you love to try and get you to stay... That bit was alright, but the rest of it just didn't feel like it did anything. Even when it, they went into the little dimension between and it had the guy um, who was trying to lead them with the lamp. And, do you know what I mean? For me, right, um, I think I was very meh about quite a lot of the series. But in those cases, what I like to then think about is imagine it but with your favourite Doctor and your favourite companion in it. Yeah. I mean, if it was... Not that these two have... Well, they did work together, but if David, David Kent... David Kent... David Tennant and Jenna Coleman, if that was the Doctor and the companion, I think every episode would have been lifted. It's that point of... My problem with every episode was... I don't think the writing was great. The ones which were about race and had a message, I think it was too on the nose. It yeah, too that's the face. problem. Um, like the Rosa episode, it was a well done episode, I suppose, but it didn't interest me that much. It was I, too political. I, the, the cast, I don't care about them. And the same with the um, the Demons of the Punjab. Yeah, well I done that. To, I that was better that. than the Rosa episode. Yeah, but it's uh, it's reviewed worse. Has it? Yeah, the Rosa Parks episode actually got rave reviews. I suppose the thing is. We know what happened with the with Rosa Parks in real life. We yeah. know what that story. So you, all they can do with that is tell it with their own twist. The the thing that they did with the dividing of the countries in the the Punjab episode, we weren't there. There was no one there who can tell you the story perfectly. Do you know what I mean? It's not a, a set in stone story like Rosa's story yeah. that can just be put across. This is something that millions of people would have experienced, so you can't give an accurate depiction of it. Yeah. It's going to be dodgy ground. Dodgy ground. But I don't know. I just My problem was, two on the nose when it was giving you a message, and when it wasn't giving you a message, I just don't care about this cast at the moment. Yeah, they've got a bit... They, they need to strengthen the characters. Yeah. Um, I would... I mean, we you said they've had a lot of good guest stars. I think they've had some good guest stars. But you know what? My issue with all the guest stars... They're better than the Doctor. (laughs) That's never been the case, though. It's never been the case. And you go back to episode one. They always do. Every episode, you get a next time 
and it shows you a bit of the next episode. Yeah. At the end of episode one, they show you, like, what's coming in the whole season. Yeah. They didn't show you what's coming in the season. They showed you a list of guest stars. Yeah. With their names, and it basically went, look who we've got. Yeah. And it's like, that shouldn't be... But also, when they did what do, when they actually did do the next episode thing, like, oh, yeah. they didn't show you anything of the next episode. Really, it would be like, here's a man walking through a door. Next episode. They didn't show you enough of it to tease they, the episode they, properly. No, but I will. But say, that's just another way that, in a way, this series has fallen short. But one of the most watched series in recent Doctor Who years. But it's going to be. I, there was so much riding on it, and actually, this is actually my worry for Chris Chibnall because we said. We don't think he's necessarily the right guy. Or he spent too much time planning it and now he can be free with it, maybe, yeah. next series. Maybe we're doing him a disservice and actually the next series might be the greatest one. Yeah. But because the ratings were so high, like the viewing figures hit an average of much better than the last few years, it's going to seem like a massive success. So why change anything? Do you see what yeah, I mean? It's a it's a on-paper success. Yes, and I don't think it is a success really no it, the only reason it's got good viewing is because people want to see the first female doctor and her like maiden voyage yeah do you know what i mean it's... yeah no i agree we're gonna have to start wrapping up because we're already over an hour are we yeah oh an hour or two that's what i can't see the time i, I know <laughs> i have been keeping an eye and i would have i would have curled it off earlier that's a dodgy term <laughs> uh, i would have called off. this earlier but it's been actual good stuff but um so final words on the series as a whole as a series as a whole, um, visually, one of, if not actually, the the best Doctor yeah, Who series. visually, very cinematic. I am happy to see more Jodie Whittaker. Yep. But she needs to be written as the Doctor, not a companion. The next series, she needs to be the focus of every scene. When she's on screen, she needs to be... She needs to own impressive. it. Yeah. She needs to own it. Um, I can deal with the companions as they're already there. We can't do anything about that. They just need to strengthen them. I would like the next series, as we know that they've they're back yeah they need to wrap up and therefore Jodie Whittaker they give her her companion her companion yes we know like Eccleston it was Rose David had Rose oh no I'll tell you what would you like this or would you not like this what if Jodie Whittaker's next companion was Captain Jack properly I could deal with that I think I could deal with that yeah I, I, I think that would I'd like save that. the character. I think that would do it. And I like Jack enough to... Although, let's be honest, they should probably wrap up Torchwood properly if they're going to bring Jack back. Yeah, but they could. Yeah, it's true. They, you know. But that was... Russell I will say, Dave. a quick comment on... We said earlier that at no point in this series did you feel anyone was at risk. Yeah. And Doctor Who does that. I don't think that's the same with Torchwood. I think Torchwood took more risks. They, they killed off people. Exactly. You with know. Torchwood, you didn't believe someone was safe all the time. And that's something that actually this could learn a bit more from yeah. it so general opinion is it wasn't a horrific series but it needs to improve uh i it needs to improve definitely uh, well, we, i feel like the bar's quite low at this point i would probably say it i mean it's series 11 and it's easily in the bottom three for me it's a shame there is potential though definitely keep up the visual quality yeah. jody work on jody's actual character and bring in, as we've said, bring in a recurring villain, someone that we can get hooked, hooked on, but new, yeah, something no, new and agree. interesting. Final thing, yeah. very quickly, yes. choose your ultimate casting of a male and female doctor right now, who who haven't been put forward for it that you're aware of. What if I? Sorry, if, if I you cast could cast it right now, who would you put as a male and female? Well, I've already said female, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I think that's good. As a male, Michael Sheen. I love. Uh, I'm. I did say Chris Marshall, but before, but Michael Sheen, because they were talking about a movie Doctor. Yeah, Michael Sheen, I think would be brilliant. That's a good idea. My male has technically played the Doctor, but it's not an official Doctor. Not allowed it. It's not an official Doctor. It was in like a uh, a Rowan Atkinson. Really? Yeah. All right. I like Rowan Atkinson, and I actually think he could do a good Doctor. Fair enough. It'd be more of a classic Doctor, like we're talking like Tom Baker kind of era. I think. Maybe. Um, I can't think of a, a female generally who I would like to see as a doctor I think the right way to do it with the female actually would be age her a bit have a, a more classic well that's actress. why I went with Tilda Swinton yeah I, I think that's probably I a good you, call right, what would you think of this person because someone was asked whether they'd want to be a companion right uh, and Hayley Atwell said no if I was going to be in Doctor Who I'd want to be the doctor yeah maybe Hayley Atwell 
Maybe. She might be alright. She's, she's younger, obviously. but Yeah, that's true. But, no, for me, Rodaxon, I'd like to see Rodaxon. I think he puts enough flair to the character. i tell you what, wouldn't mind seeing him as the master. I'd like to see evil Rodaxon. Although, even though, again, he said that he'd never do it, I'd like to see Benedict Cumberbatch as the master. I think, yeah. But there you go, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I, so that, that pretty much wraps up our Doctor Who episode. Yes, that's it. Was it as good for you as it was for me? I I, I need to lay down now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even smoke, but I need a cigarette. But I think like a, a pipe or something, like a big wizard pipe. Big wizard pipe, because you don't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke, but I feel like if I'm going to, I'm going to do it properly, like I'm one of those big wizard pipes, like Gandalf. You know what I mean? See, Ian McKellen would have made a good doctor. He would. Yes. Well, what's next week? No, not next week, next fortnight. Ne- next week. What's next time week. here on... Uh... Episode, what, will it be 12? It will be episode 12. No, it won't, it'll be episode 11. No, it won't. This, this is episode 10, isn't it? Yes, it is. So it'll be episode 11. Liam! <laughs> We're what's so good en- at closing off podcasts. <laughs> Liam, what's the next episode? The Manic Podcasts are having mind technical difficulties, and by technical I mean we're having brain farts. <laughs> On our next episode, we are going to be tackling the Battle of Ages. DC versus Marvel. A little bit more in depth. What are we doing? It's a geek showdown. It's going to be not just... It's the MCU. The first five episodes against the first five episodes of the DC EU. More on that in the next episode. So we will see you then. Take care. We love you. Bye. Bye, people. Bye.